Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'll be your host today, Rich Polly, and joining me is uh, the infantile version of Ben Hibbert. <laughs> Hi, mate. And also um, a husky-voiced Tim King. Hello there. Should I have made a poop <laughs> joke, Ben? <laughs> Maybe. Um, give the people what they want. <laughs> rich, rich in a wife beer. <laughs> oh god. Oh, no. Nobody needs to see that again. Not until August at least. <laughs> the Sith ticket. Did I, did I tell you I got a ticket? I you told me. Uh I got a yeah. ticket. Hey. Uh, I'm so very Dar- disappointed. So um big big massive shout out to Daryl McDowell who's um coming over from uh Belfast uh to judge and because he'd previously bought a player ticket um he gave it up to the first person in the waiting list well it was the second person in the waiting list which was me uh, so first person in the waiting list was long-term listener um Chris Jesperson from Denmark um who is um coming over now along with a couple of other Danish people so we're having once again an international affair with people coming from Ireland and Denmark and I know there's at least one guy from Croatia on the waiting list as well, so I'm hoping wow. that he gets a ticket because that'll be cool. Oh, he just really own? wants he really wants to play in person X Wing, basically. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, it's an event. It's a 64 person event. I want to go. Like he's been playing with a couple of his buddies, like post their lockdown, easing up and stuff. But he just wants to go to a tournament. Um, so yeah, um, do I? <laughs> I know you're not coming, are you? I am. You are now. I was always coming. I was oh. always the first to buy a ticket, weren't I? Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was something. I, I abused my privileges. <laughs> <laughs> um, just I'm going to just reiterate quickly that while um, copies of Sk- Sky Strike and Fugitives and whatever it's called, like the three recent Squadron packs for Rebels, Scum, and um, Empire, are in short supply in the UK. Um, we did mention it last time and we've posted up on Discord and, and we'll spread it around other places as well as we get closer. But we are allowing uh, proxies for both um, like ship bases. What are they called? Pilot templates or whatever they're called. A little bit of plastic yeah. cardboard that you put in the in the base um, for ships like Vader and also like pilot cards and upgrade cards and stuff like that if you've got alt arts. Um, we're doing, um, separatist the uh, fire sprays as well. Yeah, yeah. Basically, what you st- you still need to have the ship, so you still need to have a defender or an A wing or a hawk or a sep- or a fire spray, um, and you need to have the correct dial for that ship. Um, but um, any cardboard things you can proxy with other game components that have got the right orange number on them, um, and you can, uh, yeah, all darts. Whether it's you know written on crayon on a bit of paper and it just says tracers or whatever and we all know what they do that's fine. excellent drawing yeah biro if possible oh here here by the way right i know i put this in chat the other day but we in the in the english speaking world have been being ripped off by ffg for literally ever right because honest to goodness if you buy a copy of the French, Spanish, or Portuguese squadron pack, or, or any content from the, that's been translated into those languages, it's the same box, and you get all the languages in it. 
So if you were going to buy a pack that had two copies of a card in it, like, say, Thread Tracers or something like that, if you buy the French, Spanish, or Portuguese pack, you get six copies of Thread Tracers, two in French, two in Spanish, and two in Portuguese. And they're all game legal. So what you're saying is if I want to run the uh, the Discipline Barons, I need to buy myself the French copy so I get, like... Six, <laughs> you get six, six, six copies of Discipline, right. yes. Excellent. But with, but with, but you know, as long as you've got a copy in English so you can read it and you know what it says, and you've got you know a cornucopia of different words and phrases and languages on it. But yeah, like I found that out today, just at random by um, talking to um, uh, Matcha, the Croatian dude, I was just talking about before. Um, he was like, "I just bought this pack by accident, and it's got all of these." And I was like, "Wait, has it got two copies?" three copies of everything that's in the pack but in different languages and he was like like all the card like the cards yeah like and i was like that's amazing because that's just the easiest way to get cards now 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 we've got to get it shipped from euro it might might be cheaper just to buy a load of them (laughs) it might be cheaper just to buy two sets yeah but you know um if you're regularly traveling or you've got so a contact or whatever you know who's who's in one of those territories then crack on um so yeah, things that you never knew you didn't know until you found out about them. Get Pintar yeah. on the job. <laughs> he can order in his native language and they, they won't assume that he's on the take for some reason like the rest of us would sound like. Excusez-moi, je voudrais un squadron pack, s'il vous plaît. Um, no, that's my French. how you say it. Yeah. You've got to say, so, can I have? <laughs> l- loudly and clearly in English, yeah, because that I'm makes fine. it easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And the Frenchman's there going, I know what you're saying, but now I'm going to just ignore you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, speaking of French things, we did actually get a bit of a, a leak. It's probably the best phrase for it, because um, it's not a spoiler. Um, but uh, one of the French, as I think it was the French Asmodee site, which is spoiled a couple of things or leaked a couple of things in the past due to their relaxed release policy, um, uh, <laughs> spoiled or released a picture that had the epic ship with the, the tentacle ship and a few Legion bits on it, which apparently got Legion people excited. And then a TIE V1, and everyone was like, oh, what's that? Is it new? And it wasn't. It was TIE V1. But then it also had a First Order Squadron pack on it, and it was called something like the revenge of the first order or something like that i can't remember um fo ships yeah with fo ships and it had I didn't see what it was called at all. oh i can't remember i'm so tired I've, i went to the gym at five two, o'clock two two um first order bombers and yes i whisper first order or something like that yeah so we don't know anything about it um so we're gonna speculate because when did not having any facts ever stop us from speculating? So the bombers are, um, look like chunky boys, like really chunky, don't they? They like got weird, like defender wings. Yeah, I mean they're they're taking up. Um, yeah, they've got like those cool V shaped wings that go yeah, like defenders, but like really big, like Punisher sized, but pointing outwards. Um, and somebody in one of the Discord chats have been pointed out that it might actually be the first three ship box that uses up the majority of the plastic um, <laughs> rather than having you know three tiny little ships rattling around um, like it usually happens um, but yeah I mean they, they look really cool um, we don't know what they're going to do I have heard a few rumors so I'm going to share those rumors um, 
but you know know that they're coming from you know 84th hand through <laughs> an assortment of different places on the internet but so the tie whisper is going to have all of its actions linked to jam what that's <laughs> what i heard so focus link jam lock link jam okay so you can uh, you can basically weaponize jam with that ship obviously range one or bullseye required um that seemed to get you quite excited tim tell me I what was, you're thinking i always uh, forget about the, the bullseye with jam it's yeah i mean one thing i've found having run mallow swarm and now running the hawk is that i'm rubbish at guessing range one bubbles <laughs> and i keep failing like my jams by like a few pixels on tts um uh yeah, I mean I mean it would be horrendous if you had several of them. <laughs> yeah. So like obviously, you know, this is the the point where we say we're not going to keep saying dependent on points for the entire podcast and we can just assume that, you know, whether it's good or not is going to be entirely dependent on points. Um but yeah, I mean weaponizing jam choppers really good. Um and choppers kind of that effect where you're taking a token away from somebody before you shoot it. Um, I'm just thinking. First order haven't got any cards that don't where you don't remove jam at the end of the turn. It's uh, stress, isn't it? Def, is it death troopers. Yeah. No. Yeah, death troopers. No, they're, they're not death first troopers. order, though, are they? What's phasma? Yeah. What's phasma do? Phasma crew. She's not about phasma. Doles out. She doles out stress. Oh, is it? Okay. I'm just, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head if there was any jam shenanigans already in the in first order. So is that guy in Scum, Scum Limited, the guy who Honda. keeps no, the guy who keeps um, jam tokens around? Mm. Gamut key. Oh yeah, circular tokens. Yeah. Yeah, he's Scum um, and Villainy only, so that's fine. Um, did um, yeah. Did Kylo fly a whisper ship in the film? Uh, it was the one in the ninth movie, whatever it's called, The Rise of Skywalker, The Rise of the Nerd Rage. Oh, the best one. Yeah, the last one. The one with... Um, um, Zombie Palpatine. Palpatine in a natty red. Sorry. Sil- oh, yeah. Spoiler. The single greatest Star Wars film ever made. I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm, I've just only, trying I've, be, I'm just trying to wind people up. I've only watched it the once. I'm not that invested in, you know, the lore of it. But um, yeah, you know, it was lovely um, to see Palpatine in a in a lovely, like red silk, kind of Chinese style embroidered brocade waistcoat that appeared from nowhere when he um, got regenerated. So I just like to think that on the Sith planet they've got like tailors who are just like always ready with a natty waistcoat for Palpatine. Just in case, you know. Just in case he needs it. Yeah, just in case he needs a costume change in the middle of a battle with a couple of emo teenagers, basically. Oh, come here, sir. Your nipples appear to be showing. There's jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Put this on. But there's a raggedy robes won't do for the grand finale. <laughs> Simply won't do. How can I work in these situations? What's this lighting? Um, and anyway. So, yeah, like I was gonna, I was just saying there, weaponized jam. The only thing really that does it to great effect at the moment is Chopper in Republic, yeah. and only then because he's got the um, the fine tuned controls um, ability to boost a barrel roll to make sure that you you know don't have to 
fly fast to make sure you keep hassling somebody. You can just kind of, you know, dial casual and then do some repositioning to get it done. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many attack dice they give it and if it gets shield oh, okay. and stuff. Or if it's like, I, don't, I mean, we don't know, do we? Could be a two. It looks, it looks a little bit like the Interceptor, doesn't it? Yeah, but it kind of I get the feeling that it's like a cross between an interceptor and a silencer. So I think they might give it shields, and I think it might have three attack. Because like you look at first order, and it's like a progression from imperial. So like first order ties have got a shield and a tech slot. Um, so I'm I'm looking on uh, Wikipedia, and apparently it's got a heavy weapons turret. Yeah. Oh wow, a turret. Okay. Or maybe a turret on it of some kind. Oh dearie me. Well, that that causes an interesting thought to ping into my head which is new turret because we've still only got ion cannon turret and dorsal turret so so tlt oh please no <laughs> i mean uh I mean, so you tlt could... wouldn't be as bad in a 2.0 world would it i mean they could put another turret in that had something that was like you roll dice twice but you don't modify them or you roll dice twice but something you know you can put a yeah. restriction on it that's not you know, you, you can you, you you can't fly into a dangerous place to use this, which is what TLT in version one was. You know, oh no, a range one bubble where it can't reach. Well, range two to three is just fine. Thanks. <laughs> um, now I can orbit the board and just constantly shoot you doing damage. Um, so yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just so I was just thinking about that. Like, you know, it could just be like the tire separates front and back. Um, you know, I'd imagine that it will be like, like you say, an interceptor, but get those first order uh, increases that we've seen, say for the uh, the Tie Fighters. So you know, a shield or two, um, possible. Well, probably tech slot. I'd imagine. Um, yeah. You know, so it'll be and like potentially potentially some more new tech. Hopefully not locked to first order because I've already got, I think, four faction locked tech things, mm. um, which is. Deeply sadness-inducing for somebody that flies a lot of resistance. I mean, if they, if they didn't um, have the linked action to create jam, there might be other stuff that does stuff with jam. Um, you never know, because we'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's all, it's, it's all speculation, isn't it? It has sensor-confusing technology as well. Uh, yeah, that's jam, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so the other if one is... If um, look on the, um, the picture on Wikipedia, it looks like it's got a little turret underneath it, similar to an SF. So I imagine it is probably going to be like a forwards and a backwards thing. So it's an RZ2 A-wing. <laughs> Maybe like the turret will be like two dice or something. And have a three dice primary, because it's saying it's got uh, wingtip laser cannons, so that would be the, yeah, the more serious shooters at the front. It's got a lot of, uh, a lot of guns, so you never know. It might have... Uh, could even have like a cannon slot, maybe. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to point out. Uh, <laughs> hang on, I've got to point something out. Wikipedia also says that the Y wings are one of the fastest starfighters in the galaxy, um, <laughs> and were introduced by the rebels in order to keep up with Tie fighters and Tie interceptors. So, you know, pinch of salt. <laughs> I mean, that might be the official law. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's um, yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting. Like, if they do bring in a new tech slot, it'd be good if it was um, cross faction. Um, same if they mm. bring in stuff for the bomb for the bombers, or if they bring in a new turret, not to link it to first order, um, because you know 
in tech, they've already got biohexcrypt codes, hyperspace tracking data, sensor boys, and deuterium power cells that nobody else can have. Um, so, you know. Maybe they'll uh, <clears throat> drop Kylo's force down to maybe two or something to just so we can reduce his points a bit. He's only got two force in the silence. Uh, sorry, one one four. Sorry, it's more likely it's going to go up to three because it's the progression, isn't it? I know, but then the price is just out of the. You know that's why we. Although Kylo is amazing, he is really expensive. Yeah, and, I mean, you give him. A, I was going to say give him a different ability. There's no point. His ability is blank at the minute, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> give him the same ability and give him three, uh, a three force, and then people might actually use it. Um, because they'd still have two force to do other stuff with. But I mean if if they give him a better ability, then the price would be even higher. Yeah. <laughs> so the other one, bombers, um, somebody somewhere pointed out almost immediately, um what's the guy called? Is it I'm Rush? Sure. Is it Rush who if <laughs> he's damaged he gets initiative yeah, yeah. six? Um yeah. so you concussion bomb Rush and put him to six immediately. Yeah. yeah. Um so you have you know, five and a six or two sixes or whatever it is that you want, plus um, a bomber that's got other stuff, whatever, on it. Um, so it'd be a bit reminiscent of the Vader, Suntier, Deathrain kind of stylists. Um, but I mean, then, you know, you're also reducing your six health silencer to five health to start the game. Yeah, um, I, was, I was thinking, like, you know, that might be a valid tactic with the, you know, the Azituk to get Wolfaro, his extra red dice, but. Think I would be a little less inclined to like bomb my own silencer. I mean, so I guess it depends on the matchup, doesn't it? And if you have the option, you could be like, "Oh well, he's got three i fives, and I've got two i sixes now. I've got two aces, able to arc dodge his i fives and a blocker." Or you know, you go like, "Oh, you know, he's got a whole bunch of other stuff. I want to be able to block something. Um, you know, I want to run two blockers and one ace." Um, or whatever you know it just depends um i don't think it'll see a huge amount of like significant play but you'll definitely i think see it happening because you can so you know people will do it and they'll be like oh great you've got two i6s why didn't you just take von reg um or whatever <laughs> um so yeah uh it's good it's that a really cool ship though doesn't it it does look very cool it's not going to make me buy into first order but it does look very cool oh i buy um, everything i'm a nerd I mean, the only thing that will make me buy into that pack is if a card comes out that's amazing, and then I'll buy it and immediately sell the ships and the other content. So, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Um, I don't know if we're going to do anything else about that. The other thing that kind of got spoiled at around about the same time, so this is a bit of a weird one, and this is a bit more of a stretch, is that box was spoiled. That first order box was spoiled on the 1st of April. And everyone went, oh, that's a bad render. But it had the same ships in it and was called the same thing. And everybody went, that's a bad render. And the same website on the 1st of April also put out a resistance Y-Wing. So apart from the inevitable sadness when they put Poe Dameron in at I-6 like they did with Anakin (laughs) in the Republic, (laughs) it's like, oh, cool. (laughs) And a worse chassis for him to fly in, amazing. Um, Well, maybe Venny. Benny in a Y wing. Oh, that'll be dirty. <laughs> Ish, maybe. I don't know. No, no it'd be rubbish. <laughs> but it would give me different options for putting turret arcs on the table that aren't A wings um, <laughs> or underslung blaster cannons. So it's all good. Um, yeah, I mean, that, by the way, what? 
the underslung gallery. Yeah, man, I used it a few times. It was a good laugh. Um, got got a couple of um, activation phase kills in a couple of games where I just switched the lock onto somebody and then sat where they were going to fly and they were like, I'm going to move here. And I was like, I shall underslung blaster cannon you before you take any tokens. And they were like, oh, balls. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It was like I'm not I'm not spending this lock because I'll keep it for the range one four dice attack I'm gonna get in a minute, but you know, I'm gonna have this free snapshot and see what happens. Um yeah, killed a B Wing once. That was good. Um, no, it was good. I mean it, it's I think if it comes down in points because it's got such ridiculous requirements, like that you have to have a lock on the thing and it has to be in range one. Um if it comes down in points then it's probably worth slapping onto stuff. Um but yeah, it's. Um, I guess you might be able to do some of the targeting synchronizer, but you know, or like putting tracers onto something so everybody's got locks everywhere. Stuff you know, you could lean into it, but I don't think it's worth the while because you're never going to mod the attack. So no. why would you bother? Um, but it's a good laugh. Um, but yeah, um, Y wings. Who knew? Who knew that we I all mean, needed another Y wing or two models in our boxes? Is there that much difference? Like, did the resistance not just fly the old rebel ones anyway? Uh, I t- so I don't know. Like, I was, I was trying chatting... to find some information. I can't really find anything. I was chatting with a few people about it um, today um, on our resistance chat. There you go. Every daily reminder that we have one. Um, and it's not a secret club. So if you're really into resistance and you want to join it, just give us a shout and we'll add you onto it. Um, but like the. Um, we were talking about it, and they kind of said um, they've got more shields. Like, they've been re-engineered to be more defensive and have more shields and be able to, you know, act as, like, tanks for the for the resistance and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, but it's still another Y. It's uninspiring. It's a Y-Wing. I already own, like, two Republic Y-Wings and six Rebel slash Scum Y-Wing models. And I don't need more wings. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I've got uh, four of the Jedi ones, and I don't know why. Yeah, because you walked past them in Element and went, they look cool, and then you forgot well, that you already owned an increasing I, number. I bought some, do you remember when Seb's, because Seb's obsessed with Y-Wings, so he bought a box of them and then decided he wasn't playing anymore and sold them to all us cheap. Yes. So we ended up with a load of them. Oh, that's right. That's when, That's where I got... I think I might have more than two then. Because I, <laughs> I think I definitely got one from there. Um, and I think I already had one as well. But who knows? I still got one in my car unopened. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so let, let's just say that the most exciting thing about the Y-Wing, the Resistance Y-Wing, is going to be... Babu Frick is probably going to be in that pack as a crew. And I genuinely hope he's a zero crew slot crew that you can just put on things. And he has some little flavorful ability that does something pointless once. It's like, (laughs) you know, like can can repair one face down damage card like once and that's it. And, you know, you can have one of them in your squad and he doesn't take a crew slot because he's tiny. Do you know what I miss? From uh, actually from 1.0, I know said we were going to talk about. Do you remember integrated astromech? It was so yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot I that like... astromech into space. Shoot that bad boy <laughs> Take that damage somewhere else. 
Yeet the yeet the astromech. That's it. <laughs> Off you pop. <laughs> oh man, you just reminded me of um, flight assist ast- flight assist astromech integrated oh, yeah. with intensity, and it was just like woo. <laughs> Just go where you want. It's fine. Should have made the um, out of the way. The which one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right, now you have to rip it up. That's the rule. <laughs> yeah. You're not allowed to do it again. Um, yeah, there is a rumour that the Y-Wing is going to have an illicit slot for Republic. So, cool. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, more false transponder I mean, codes for E-Wings to strip. It's all good. I'll buy one. I probably won't use it very often. Yeah. It's going to be... It's gonna be a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, what? What do you call the character from the movie that flies the Y wing? The the woman with the gold shiny helmet that looks like the Rocketeer. Oh, I can't remember. You know who I mean, though. Mm-hmm. Poe po Cameron's girlfriend. <laughs> Poe's girlfriend. What's what movie was she in? Was it The Rise I'm, of Skywalker? I'm just googling it. Uh, Zori Bliss. There you go, Zori Bliss. So she'll be in it with a middling thing and a weird pilot ability, and that'll be cool. We'll get Babu Frick. We'll see what else turns up. Um, but yeah, it'll be neat. The other thing is uh, potentially Wedge Gunner. I'm just, you know, making noise you now. You're desperate for that. <laughs> oh, it, it'll be like the, the only thing is, is, is that embarrassingly, Resistance has some of the best gunners in the game. Um, already, so you put Wedge Gunner in, and it's like, hang on a minute, what's better? Do I want Finn to add a blank, or do I want Wedge to remove a green? Um, or I mean, do it could I want give him a Ray... different ability, I guess, because yeah, it's progression or... again, isn't it? Like you're saying, yeah, or or do I want Ray Gunner because I'm not flying Ray, and she's one of the best cards in the game? Um, you know, she, I mean, Ray Gunner is amazing. Um, so you know, there's. And my personal favourite page, veteran turret gunner, all sorts, and, and ships that can make use of them. Um, well, you know, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't forget in the Star Fortress, you can have two, can't you? So you don't have to choose. I know, but you have to have veteran turret gunner to get two shots if you've got a Star Fortress. Mm. It's a sad Star Fortress that only shoots once. It's like, oh. I actually really love the Star Fortress. I mean, I've, I've had two of them since they come out. I think they look amazing. I'm just yeah. sad they've always been a bit I mean crap. they're all right if you play them and build them in a certain way but they're yeah they're never going to set the world on fire because they're you know 12 health and one agility and they just kind of roll around the board like a giant oversized whale just being shot at until they die so you know it's very reminiscent of the start of the um the force <laughs> awakens isn't it or whatever movie it is that they all explode in yeah um yeah which it's, it's the second one isn't it and die and then that's the yeah. last one yeah um, but I mean, there's 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 no surprise that Venny is the most successful of the Star Fortresses because he's got the she's got the defensive ability, um, so you know harder to kill. Um, but the other ones, I was actually looking at a page list today that um, was like page was it page ZZ? It was page ZZ Poe. No, not page ZZ Poe. Page ZZ Ray, right? And I was like, wow. And then somebody just went. Uh, Mark Myers, he's an American guy I talked to, he just went, problem with that page is you can get Overdrive Thrusters Poe for the same price. And I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I'm not flying that then. Because, <laughs> you know, why would you not? With, with an APT as well. It's all good. All right. Resistance Y-Wings. 
first order bombers and whisper everybody knew they were coming other yeah. stuff that we definitely know is coming it was spoiled by the um spoiled by amg on the one of the play street i think it was the play stream where they had a couple of their um associated developers learning how to play the game <laughs> quite painful to watch at points um <laughs> As they were going, what does a stress token look like? And it was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they they did mention that the Mandalorian content is coming. We will get the Razor Crest. We will get um, Grogu Crew. Um, I think, and I have nothing to support I mean, this. I Yoda. think the what? <laughs> his real name's Baby Yoda. Come on, Baby now. Yoda. Um, I air pressure and call him his real name. <laughs> That's the way Liam gets his name back. What, middle-aged, middle-aged uh, Yoda. I mean, you just gave Liam his correct name there, so, you know. That's only for uh, so we know what we're talking about. He's done I, it to I, you. Ironically, um, my, uh, I've got a Yoda um, scent thing in my car, and my little one calls it Old Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Um, no, I was going to say, um, with the introduction of the Mandalorian, I do wonder if they're going to bring in, if not a Mandalorian faction, which... You know, I raised a while ago, like, could you just split Scum and Villainy in half and have a Mandalorian faction and, like, a Bounty Hunters faction or whatever just to shrink down the shit pool that is available to it and try and make it a little bit easier to balance around some of the combos that they can pull together. Okay, you um, sold it to me, I'll buy them. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'm I'm probably going to buy the Razor Crest just to stick it on my shelf with my other collection of Mandalorian and, and Baby Yoda toys that I have, because, um, you know, why not? Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, it'll be interesting if they do that or if they leverage the keyword Mandalorian in some way and have it affecting, like, people like Sabine as well as, you know, the people in Scum and Villainy or whatever. But I think they're, they're going to do something interesting with it. Um, Might get some more ships from the Bad Bunt, was it? No, the, the Bad Batch, sorry. Bad Batch, yeah, there's new Lego out for the Bad Batch soon, or uh, I think. Yeah, it looks um, quite expensive, isn't it? Eighty nine ninety nine from Lego, oh. so a bit cheaper from actual toy shops. It's, but that um, um, that Lambda shuttle looks cool. It does. I really look. like that. Yeah, and happily, it arrives just after my work bonus, so that might be my annual big Lego purchase. <laughs> so, um, it's either that or the um, you know, the big A wing. Yeah, that's really cool. I know, like I really want the big Millennium Falcon, but it's six hundred quid, and I just can't do that. But the I've big A wing. I've already got one Millennium Falcon. I can't justify buying the bigger one. Yeah, I've got the little. I've got the little Resistance one. Um, but the um, mine's, mine's quite big already. Just not yeah, I say, I say, I say the, I say the little one. It's the, it's the, you know, the the normal size Lego box set one, yeah. not the six hundred quid Ultimate Collection one. Um, <laughs> but I've also the... got the, I've got the little tiny Han Solo Millennium Falcon from the, the Micro Fighters. And I've put a magnet on the bottom of it, so I can put it on one of my X-Wing um, bases. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that so that the judges at Nationals can tell you you're not allowed to have it and make you put it back in your bag and fly with a giant model instead? I mean, that was Will they told off. It was my ship, but he was the one who got told off. <laughs> uh, Will was, was flying double ghosts, wasn't he? And yeah, he had I, like he had like two tiny little models instead no, of the it, huge things. It, my, I've got a micro machines that I got Jason to paint up for me. Yeah. Uh, with a magnet on the bottom, so it was one of them, and then one that Will had half painted. But I was being a filth monger and flying Nimiranda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. 
And then, yeah, the judges came and told him that he had to use the actual models. And he was like, they're in the case. Can I please use the small ones so I can see the bases of the ships? <laughs> so he'll actually play the game without them falling off. And I'm like, no, sorry, unofficial models. And he was like, fine. And he took the little models off and then put the two ghosts on the side of the table and said they fell off and just played with the bases. The ghost is... Like, it looks really cool, but my God, it's crap on its base, isn't it? They've, apparently, they've got a new base, but I've no idea how good the base that they released for for second edition was. Um, so I've got three ghosts already. I can't uh, justify getting another one, uh, even though uh, I want one that the Phantom Dock's in, because that's really cool. Yeah, no, I'm not buying another ghost, ever. I don't think I've ever seen the one with the Phantom in, actually. No. No, I've got one, and that's enough. And if I ever want to use a look get list that flies too, I'll do it on TTS or I'll borrow one from somebody. Borrow my can... mini one because it's better to fly. <laughs> borrow the mini one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, okay, that's um, enough for spoilers and releases and leaks and all that nonsense. Um, so here's the thing. We did talk a little bit about the Sith Taker Open before. Um, the British government today said that we're allowed to hug again. But we've got to be careful not to do face-to-face contact when we do. So here's the thing. How's about all the men that want to come and play X-Wing in person in things just don't hug each other? It's probably for the best. Like, and seriously. fair warning, if anyone hugs me, I'm totally going to grab your bum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hug, mate. No, you won't. <laughs> I bought my mate um, a T-shirt that just says... Ben doesn't hug, and then underneath, back off. And um, he's like, yep. And where is it when he goes to places where people might hug him because they think it's okay? And he's just like, he says, I hug my wife and my kids, and that's it. <laughs> so, all right, I don't fair particularly enough. like doing that either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, so yeah, you, uh, it, it tells me, though, happily, that we're heading towards the kind of direction where the government are going to start opening things up. So I'm feeling positive about the Taker open. So I've got the little niggling thing in the back of my head that says that we're going to be in another lockdown by then. But things are heading in the right direction now and heading relatively slowly in that direction. So I feel good. Um, I'm, I'm also positive. I actually um, was going to pack my bag up this week ready for whenever we can get in a store again. Oh, I did actually, because I played a wee game against somebody the other day. Um, on a dining room table, we um, did a risk assessment. We did a risk assessment. Um, oh, don't start about risk assessments. I'm sick of hearing <laughs> about risk assessments. This is the other side of Ben's personality. Oh, risk <laughs> assessment. Uh, no, we we've both been um, both been vaccinated. Oh, no, audits next, if you want. <laughs> no, we'd both been vaccinated, and we live relatively close to each other, and neither of us had displayed any symptoms. So we were like, "Yeah, let's just do it. Let's have a game." So, so jealous. I haven't even had my first one. Do you know something? It was the weirdest thing. Like, we played relatively straightforward lists, and it was like the oddest thing just going, like, putting a template down and then knocking your ship like two centimeters <laughs> backwards when your template went down. Like, anything you were picking stuff up and like having to find tokens in boxes and things like that, not just being little buttons to click on. Um, but, um, the range is like different. It's dead hard to get back into it at first. Yeah, the mat, the mat, the mat seems massive because <laughs> because you're not zooming in and out of it, and it's not miniaturized down onto a, a computer monitor. So the mat seems enormous, um, and it seems like you've got tons of space, but everything's bigger. Um, yeah, it was um, it was very it was very cool, but it was very very odd. Um, 
it was very enjoyable um, to actually, you know, play oh, with physical components again and roll dice and things. It was uh, it was nice. So I actually got my dice out and just rolled them about the other day. <laughs> oh, you said before. I've done it again since. I've done it, did it the other day. <laughs> I was looking for something and I opened up my box and was just messing. I bought some more shield tokens because that's my new obsession to try and complete them. What the official ones? Yeah, because I've run out of things to buy for it. So, okay, so because FFG aren't releasing product, you're just spending money on aftermarket stuff. Yeah, well, I need something to spend the money on. Yeah, Lego. That and the wedding. Yeah, I mean, you're getting married potentially, maybe at some point. <laughs> Yeah, but because we've been given a second chance, it's like, well, let's get all this stuff we didn't get last time. <laughs> Do you know how we said we weren't going to have a big flash car because it was too expensive? Well, <laughs> I've, I've ordered you a Ferrari to drive to the church. Can I drive that drunk? Because I'll be drunk when I get to the church. Um, and so I've, I've got a friend with one anyway. Could <laughs> Can I borrow your Ferrari? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. It's from a wedding. Definitely no. <laughs> Do you want you me know, to... It's one of the worst things I've ever driven. It was horrible. I can't believe he spent all that money on it. Do you know, you get those um, driving day experiences where you go yeah, to a yeah. track and you drive a car around. I've driven a Ferrari round a track twice. And once it was the car circuit up at Seven Sisters in Lancashire. And that was good fun because I had corners, but I couldn't get above 35 miles an hour because it cleared. <laughs> it, it was a cart track, so it cleared the, car, it cleared the straight. So like accelerating out of a tight corner into the straight. And it was like by the end, by the breaking point, you were at like between 35 and 40 mile an hour. And that was <laughs> as fast as you got. And it was like, cool. And then the second time they were like, oh, it's, it's going to be like a, um, it's going to be like a NASCAR, like just like a big oval, but, but we like put a little chicane on one side. So it's like a big long straight. And it went and it was about a hundred meters. And there was a guy sitting next to you with his, with a kill switch in his hand. And like, <laughs> if it looked like you were going too fast towards the corners, he hit the kill switch and then pressed it again. Once you know, once you'd slowed down, it was like, "Oh, come on, man, <laughs> give me a bit." <laughs> come on, I want to crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but yeah, the the gearboxes are really heavy and it's really like chunky, and you know, I think to enjoy it, you really need to take it out somewhere where you can actually open it up and do, you know what it's meant to do with it like you know but then the problem with that is if you don't know how to drive one you'll bin it into a tree mm-hmm. so as, as evidenced by literally every professional footballer ever <laughs> you know, oh i've just got a big six-figure contract i've got to buy a ferrari and crash it and then buy a range rover instead <laughs> um so um we've got a few um wee things to talk about well one last thing to talk about i think then we can wrap it up. Um, yeah. The Sith Taker Cup final was played out last week um, yeah. between uh, Renault, uh, Renault uh, runs um, on the internet and Tom Reed, um, Sith Taker. Uh, so congratulations to Renault. Extraordinary. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations <laughs> to Renault who won. So he was flying some degenerate nonsense involving. Um, Baron of the Empire plus Prockets and Tracers and, you know, like Ruthless. seven of them or whatever. Ruthless. Um, oh, yeah, Ruthless as well. And then Tom was flying uh, Django Zam. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's Tom flying the list, so, you know, it's going to be one of the top things. Um, because, you know, <laughs> why not? Um, but, yeah, like Tom and like, Sith Taker chat at one point just went, oh, I've lost. I've, 
what did he say? He said, oh, I've, I've made this hard for myself or something like that. Don't, like, don't say what you said because I'll have to bleep it. I don't, I don't think we can actually say it. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Was he a bit sweary boy, was he? I, I, believe, was... I believe the phrase was just like, I, I, I have, it. yeah, I have effed this. And in, okay. fa- in fairness, he had. Yeah, yeah, yeah really but, but then, but then, are we gonna? Do we still put these things up on um, YouTube? I haven't done. I can do because, like, even though he he makes some questionable choices towards the start of the game and loses one of his ships, he very very nearly pulls it back um, by you know some good decision making and a little bit of voodoo, which is you know a little bit of magic that somehow makes you know him just get things just ticking in the right way but he couldn't quite close it out he had to um in the end commit into something to try and get points while hoping that his dice held up on or his opponent's dice failed um so that he didn't lose half on his last ship which was zam and um it didn't quite work out for him but it was a really really good game um and really interesting to watch uh, credit to tom that he won the last lift taker cup and then made it to the final for the um for this one, and that's quite a good showing, really, isn't it? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. It, pains me, it pains me to be nice to him. He's lost his special magic color on the Discord server, though. Oh, I took that off the day of <laughs> straight off, yeah, oh, yeah um, straight gone, boom. So, yeah, we've been, we've been fiddling about with the Discord server actually, and it's actually getting to be a, um, a little bit more um, like we've got some emotes and we've got like different sections and stuff, so we're actually starting to put a little bit of incremental improvements in it but because i'm technologically illiterate it basically relies on ben logging in and doing stuff but um <laughs> yeah um again um feel free to jump on um there's an lfg channel and the occasional bit of chat as well as you can ask questions and stuff about the podcast and that that stuff as well um or like raise topics potential for discussion um which we did for this one so a lot of the stuff we've been chatting about has come from um, people in the Discord server when we said, oh, a bit low on content, what should we talk about? And there was just a wall of replies. So we've tried to hit up on some of them. Um, Tom wanted us to talk about Ray Wings again, but we said no. So well, Connor wanted to, us to talk about blue cheese. So Yeah, blue, blue cheese for 26 minutes. So I mean, I mean, I can ask you what your favourite blue cheese is. Uh, there's no cheese that I don't like. Like, but you must have a favourite blue cheese. No, I just love them all. There's, oh, okay. there's a reason we don't have fancy cheeses in my house. It's because I can't be trusted not to destroy them. I'm going to send you a link to somewhere. <laughs> uh, the Wait, Courtyard is... Dairy. Courtyard Dairy in Lancashire. And they provide cheese to the only Michelin star restaurant I've ever eaten in. And the cheese board there was amazing. So then they do home delivery. And I was just like, yep, yep, I'll have some of that. Um, so surprise cheese is the best kind of cheese one of my mates sent me a box once as a present and I was like this is the best thing <laughs> sitting eating it oh man um, yeah it's, uh, it's cracking we have um, actually got a, a little cheese shop in New Mills that, nice. that I'm not allowed to go in because they give you free samples as well I'm, I mean, I'm a high guy <laughs> <laughs> can I have a sample of everything please <laughs> Is this where you like go in, get your sample, go back out, come back in with a fake moustache on, go back out, come back in with put my glasses on. The thing cool. is, if you go in if you go into a really good cheese shop and there are, you know, a few around the places, you go into a really good cheese shop and they say, How can I help you? And they say, I'm interested in buying cheese, but I don't know what I want. 
and they'll say, what kind of things do you like? And you may name like a couple of things that you've eaten in the past. They'll go, oh, well, we've got this thing. And they just get this little knife out and they just take a little sliver off and hand it to you. And then we've got this thing and and you just stand there and you leave full, but also with a bag full of cheese because you're like, oh, they're all so nice. I have to buy all of them. <laughs> anyway, it's not a cheese podcast, is it? Last time no. my dad went in, he come out £50 less. I was, <laughs> was going to say, if I went not, in that shop, I was going to say I'd come out £50 more. But... <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so anyway. it's, it's finally taken about 14 months of lockdown and Ben and Rich have both lost it. We're just talking about, you know, Cheese. other things that we're enjoying. Uh, dearie me. Yeah, eating nice food. I'm really looking forward to going to restaurants again. Like just being able to go out and have a nice meal. Like inside, we okay. went to a fish and chip shop in Bolton yesterday uh, for Sunday lunch in inverted commas, and it was <laughs> we're sitting outside, sitting outside under a marquee with our coats on, eating fish and chips out of boxes, and it was like, right, just can we get back to just even the Toby Carvery so we can sit inside <laughs> and eat warm food or something? I don't know. We went to a Sri Lankan and I sat eating it um, with a bubble hat on. It was a bit weird. <laughs> oh, it's, I, I'm not going to know how to behave in public when we're allowed to actually go out again. It's just going <laughs> to be odd. It's just not going to know how to dress either. It's going to be like, my boss is going to tell me it's time to go back into the office and I'm going to stand looking at all my work clothes and being like, can I wear jogging bottoms? Because <laughs> they're the only clothes that fit me. <laughs> I'd like to just look at a couple of the lists that are interesting in the uh, Top Cut because we've got um, Vader, Rexler and Fifth Brother which is quite a different list. Yeah, It was in the top eight. And also, I noticed before, um, we've got a, a scum list, which is IG-88B, Fearless, Autoblasters, Jamming Beam, Thermals, False Transponder, and the IG title. And then D, with exactly the same loadout, and then two Mining Guild uh, TIE Fighters with Fearless on. Cool. That looks like a laugh. So who was flying that? Uh, Dan Barrington. About Barringer, not sure. Barringer, whatever. Do you know what's worse? It's the old CEO at my company was called Barringer, so I should have recognised that. <laughs> <laughs> that involves you being bothered enough to read, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I scan read his name. It's fine. There's a lot of. I just quickly scanned down. There is a hell of a lot of uh, Zam and Django. Yeah. Do you know? I have this. I have this lingering feeling that I know Dan Barringer through about two degrees of separation from a previous life because I know people who know a guy called Dan Barringer, but I've <laughs> never met him and I've never met him in X-Wing either. But, um, and and they both live in kind of the same area. So I'm a bit like, oh, he might be the same guy. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, cool little lists. Um, I'm trying to figure out how they work, but I won't do it live on air because that'll be very boring to listen to. Um, so hang on a minute oh and in other news everybody's figured out how to beat that new rebel beef hotness um at least figured out how to beat it when it's been flown badly um which is eh, kill kyle katarn take Jin so off the board and then all of a sudden it can die when it rolls blanks <laughs> <laughs> that's the trick <laughs> hope it rolls blanks on its defense rolls um yeah. cool all right we've um definitely going up in points <laughs> uh, so, some some component of it is um it's like if we talked last week like gin is fine it, without hera yeah 
Jin is fine without Hera. Hera is fine without Jin. So in traditional FFG style, they'll either increase them both by five points. Ah, well, just, they're gone now. It's AMG. Well, in in traditional X-wing points adjustment style, then they'll <laughs> either they'll, they'll either increase everything and also bend thick and perceptive co-pilot and probably Garvin too, because um, you know they can't be bothered to figure out what's broken about the list, so they'll just increase it because it's rebels, um, or they just won't increase anything. Um, or they'll, they'll, you know, drop error a couple of points or whatever, because you know why not? Yeah. My barons um, are going up. The separatist fire sprays are going up. Um, Hera I mean, is who knows? Points, definitely. Who, no, who knows? No, like, who knows? Wild accusations. I'm just going for it. They're going up. If it you. was you, I mean, there's a load of stuff that that, that should, but you know, oh, AMG. No, with me, I'd just random number generate it all and go for it. <laughs> It'd be a laugh. Well, I mean, I I posted a I posted a hot take on the one of the Facebook groups the other week, which was basically they just need to increase the points across the board for base chassis because everything's slowly been whittled down over the course of the last three years. But with the exception of some targeted increases to specific pieces. Um, but And the result of that is that you get six, seven, eight ship lists all over the place, but it's not. You can squeak in six or seven or eight ships just with minimal upgrades. It's like, hey, you have seven ships and also a ton of stuff, um, you know. Or have six ships with a ton of stuff plus an ace because you can fit that anyway. It's fine. Um, or whatever. So I just think they need to... Um, Alex Burt actually made a, a an interesting suggestion, which was actually... Oh, my second favourite 186. <laughs> was, um, <laughs> I want to know who your favourite is, but not yet. Um, <laughs> it's Dale, I told you. Oh, fair enough. Um, nice to me. <laughs> he was nice to you once. Yeah, it's your favourite now. Um, but no, Alex. Alex <laughs> said, you know, potentially dropping the uh, points list, uh, points per list. So dropping it to one seven five or one fifty, and saying, yeah, just leave the points the same, but you've only got one hundred and seventy five points to play with. Um, It'd would... be an interesting experiment, wouldn't it? I mean, yeah, would. I mean, if it's rubbish, we can always change it, can't we? You know. Yeah, we could do that as a um, as a wee janky tournament. In the in the interim on TTS and see what people come up with. We're like 150 point lists. See see what floats to the top. Probably some absolute unmitigated nonsense. So <laughs> Vader Defender and <laughs> Vader Defender and a Tie Fighter. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a whole bunch of ideas about like you know how you can change it, but I think we just need to give AMG the the run of the summer to come up with um, whatever it is because they they did say on that same cast that they said that the Mandalorian stuff was definitely coming um, they did say that um, points would change in the summer which as working in project delivery as I do that's a nice broad window which makes you think <laughs> oh summer that could be anything between like late May to kind of late September and it's like yeah it's last week in August to maybe into September That that's when it's coming <laughs> it's coming at the end of the summer um, they say summer because you've got the hope to carry you through kind of June and July and then you start to get agitated in August and then and then they release them so yeah I, I'm hoping for some mad crazy stuff just break it go for it I mean Kind of yes, but also kind of no, because I hate playing in metas where there is some completely broken thing that I don't enjoy and everybody's playing it. Like <laughs> I just don't I don't like that. Like it's not fun for me. Um so I 
get into the point where I don't want to enter tournaments in case I come up against somebody who's flying that thing. But well, that's, um, that's better for me that I don't have to face you. <laughs> I know, because you don't want to lose. Well, I can't Let's... even buy a win at the moment, Keller. <laughs> <laughs> You can buy a win off me if we end up playing with each other. You can just, you know. That's why I won a game the other day, I'll have you know. Send me some of your white dice, I'll have them. <laughs> I have I'll actually give... only got one of each of them uh, from uh, Dan Slobodian. Yeah, I know. I'll find some, though. I'll find some, though. I'm happy. It shows how little Dan cares about the things he won because he swapped me um, one of each of the white dice for one each of the black ones from the hyperspace trials. <laughs> it's like, Dan, wait. You know that mine are worth a fiver each and yours are worth considerably more than that, don't you? However, mine were worth quite a lot at the time because they were the first ones in the uh, the England. Oh, man, Tim Tim put the deposit down on his new house or car oh, yeah. and by selling, by selling his swag from the hyperspace. I kept my stuff because I was like, oh, it's cool. And then I won loads of it now. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I made a right killing off it, didn't you? Yeah. You got the. I you, can neither. I can neither confirm nor deny uh, that I am uh, Ben's friend with a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> it was the. Uh, it was the first hyperspace because it was up in Harlequins, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Simran won it. Yeah. You got second, didn't you, Tim? Yes, I. Uh, yeah, I did. I did all right. Did all right. Yeah. You knocked, uh, knocked me out of the cup. And as a result, ended up shipping everything to America to somebody who just couldn't wait. Like a week and a half, so I want to, oh. I want to say three hundred, but I'm not too sure. My goodness, that's <laughs> it, ridiculous. Uh, maybe, uh, no, I also can't remember off the top of my head, but it was it was more than a hundred. Uh, I think I think it was good. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was the binder, all the cards, basically. It, it, it was everything apart from the, the world's invite, basically. Yeah. It was like templates, dice, everything. The only thing you didn't win was the trophy because top table got everything the same yeah. apart from the trophy. So, yeah. Um, cool. Well, All right. But this, on, on, on that capitalist note, yeah. no, go on, Tim. What no, were you going to say? Well, no, all I was going to say on that respect is that for me, I probably wouldn't have used that much uh, of, of the swag. It was nice swag, but um, I could actually use that those funds to actually go towards um, the trip to world. So, it made good financial sense. And the fact that I got lucky with some crazy American online that wanted to throw money at it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I, I the, those things became so commonplace, that hyperspace stuff that, like, I remember I, um, I gave away the first set that I won because I was like, I don't want them because I've got my Sith Taker ones. And then I had real remorse about it, but I was like, I can't go and ask for them back. Um. So I went and bought a set from somebody who'd won more than one set, and I was like, I "Yeah, give fine." You a set if you asked, yeah, no, I know, but it was fine. Um, no, because I think by that point you hadn't won a second set, or you might have done anyway. But then later on, I won another set anyway. So then I ended up giving them the column to put into the prize pool for like the in-person leagues at the at Element or the Sith Taker Cup last year or something. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, the dice, the dice became that common that at the, um, I think it was a system open. Andy Cameron was given a little package away of, with, to each of his opponents who didn't have any with one of each dice in. <laughs> <That's> nice. <laughs> yeah, it's really nice actually. Yeah, I mean, he's a nice bloke, Andy. I like Andy. It's one of those funny things. Like, I remember the 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 um, 
the season before those ones where they had the cool marbled red and green dice for regionals. Um, and uh, I remember seeing James Finlayson, who'd, I think, made the cut and won dice in every single regional. Um, so he had, like, 16 packs of them. And he had them all sitting on the table. Like, he just had a big pile of these dice just sitting on the table, like 20, 30 of each. Just, and I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny, but it's ridiculous. Um, cool. All right. Um, we've gone on for long enough, and I think we've run out of things to talk about of substance anyway. So um, have we got any shout-outs for this week or anything? That sounds like a tumbleweed not experience. That, not that I can think of. No, not, um, not I'm aware of. Okay. We can well, shout still... out. Is it? We shout out David Wynn because his uh, son's been born. Oh, yeah, David Wynn, another Sith Taker baby. And Commissioner Colin Brown's Sith Taker baby isn't far off either. Um, so... Me and Dash. Yeah, baby Dash. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like about 12 <laughs> months ago, everybody got bored and started being at home a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then three months for um, three three months for a few efforts, and then and then nine months later, here they come. Here comes the wave. <laughs> the, uh, I, there'll be a baby boom like the like the puppy boom. Three months. Uh, well, the puppy boom three to six months into the lockdown, like six to nine months ago. There's going to be a baby boom now. All these houses with puppies and babies, and never ever ever be clean again. Yeah, don't that's how it goes. <laughs> all right on that on that cheerful note i'm just jealous because i can't have a dog because i've still got a miserable old cat that pisses no, see, we, see emma told me i could get a dog but i'm too lazy to walk it all the time so i thought it was unfair just wait till willow's a bit older and get her to do it no because then i'll end up doing it and i won't do it and we'll have to get rid of it get a treadmill put the dog on that it's fine. if we get a treadmill ben needs to go on it let's be honest <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, it's uh, I'm gonna say goodbyes then. So it's goodbye from Tim. Goodbye. Goodbye from Ben. Bye. And goodbye from me. Thanks for listening. Ta da. Okay, one for the morning and a two for the show. But three to be a legend, even if I'm cold. I ain't chasing nothing. You gon' have to catch me. And if you wanna taste, you gon' have to pay a fee. I'm the bomb and about to blow up. I'm the bomb and about to blow up. Put my on the ring walls and my little scarecrows. No one wants to hear about our real jobs. They, they like hearing the grumpy old men moans. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we had no bloody internet. <laughs> All right, let's start then. You tell me when we're ready to go, Tim. Uh, yeah, I pressed record about 30 it's, seconds ago. Just for the record. Oh, cool. It's, it's Tim chatting with us, or is it just me and Rich talking? No, I'll, 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 I'll talk. I'll just, uh, I'm quite croaky. Oh, good. It's all right. Because you keep us in check when it's just us two. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have Barry White then. It's all good. <laughs> all right, I'll start in a second. <laughs>